0: This is a podcast from CSIS, the Center for Strategic and International Studies, a private nonpartisan think tank located in Washington, D.C. For more, including reports, commentaries, and event audio and video, visit us online at www.csis.org.
1: Hello, and thanks for tuning into the CSIS Cybersecurity Podcast Series. My name is Denise Jung and I'm the Program Manager and Research Assistant for the Technology and Public Policy Program at CSIS. Today we are joined by United States Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island. Senator Whitehouse is the Chair of the Task Force on Cybersecurity of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. The task force was set up to evaluate cyber threats to the United States and issue recommendations to the intelligence community. Their work is to be completed by June 2010. Senator, thank you for taking the time for this interview. The Senate Select Committee on Intelligence created a task force on cybersecurity in early December 2009. What led to the decision to create the task force?
0: There's a strong sense in the Senate Intelligence Committee uh, that cyber security, cyber attack, cyber theft is a looming issue. And um, because it's a very considerable committee with a lot of responsibilities, um, what we thought was that the best way to attack this was to find a couple of senators who were interested in taking a real deep dive into the issue to sort of be a scouting party and report back to the full committee on where we think The committee's energy should be directed in the uh, oversight of the government's cybersecurity function.
1: So what are the specific objectives of the task force?
0: Um, To review the issue and try to refine the focus of the Intelligence Committee uh, on cyber. So we're doing things like uh, reviewing the literature. Uh, and the various government agency recommendations that have already been done, uh, taking a larger view of what we think the problem areas are, and looking forward to some of the specific uh, programs that are going to need oversight and trying to put them into some context for the rest of the committee.
1: The task force is expected to complete its work and issue recommendations by June and as the chair, um, what was your plan of action over these six months and what is the current status of the review?
0: So far we are at uh, Knockwood uh, on schedule and on track. Uh, we have excellent staff work that is supporting our efforts and uh, Senator Snow and Senator Mikulski are being very uh, diligent and thoughtful as members um, and particularly with Senator Mikulski, who tends to be the key appropriator for most of these agencies, uh, we're getting a lot of cooperation from the agencies. So, um, that all has worked well. We have completed the uh, literature review, and uh, between us and the staff, we're doing a great number of interviews of leaders of the cyber community to try to identify areas uh, that they consider to be of concern. We've had our first meeting Uh, With the larger Intelligence Committee, we're going to do three uh, just to keep everybody abreast of what we're doing as we go forward. And uh, at this point, hope to have our report ready on time.
1: There's a little bit of controversy over the role of the intelligence community, um, in particular NSA, in securing cyberspace. What do you think um, the intelligence community's cyber mission should be? Should it include defensive and protection responsibilities Or should it only serve to monitor and inform?
0: The um, intelligence community has a number of responsibilities. First of all, within its area of activity, it has to make sure that it is defending the United States of America uh, against cyber attack, just as it would against any other kind of attack and use the covert tools at its disposal uh, to do that. Uh, It's also important um, that the boundary issues between the intelligence community and other overt organizations um, be made clear so that you don't end up with the ball dropping between the two fielders. Everybody knows where their responsibilities begin and end and what the coordination uh, feature is for that uh, boundary. And um, I think those are probably the two major concerns. Um, I think the fact of the matter is that for uh, from a technological point of view, NSA is the mother ship, and we have to make sure that we don't compromise or uh, diminish the technological capabilities and advantages that the expertise of NSA provides for the country uh, while at the same time making sure that safeguards for privacy and civil liberties are not only adhered to but that there's a mechanism in place for making sure that they're adhered to, that it's institutionalized and not aspirational.
1: Do you think that the role of the intelligence community should be strengthened?
0: committee or community
1: community sorry
0: um, I think the the it needs to be clarified more than anything else I think there are specific areas in which it should be strengthened but I think the way you strengthen it is by uh, clarifying it So, um, I think I'll leave that there. Uh,
1: What steps will the committee take to ensure that cyber programs are subject to adequate oversight and review?
0: The The purpose of the task force is to help provide recommendations to the committee as to where it should focus its oversight and review. Uh, This is a very big issue. Cyberspace is an entirely new frontier, um, and it's a massive frontier. And so one could easily spend a great deal of time engaged in oversight that was ineffectual because it wasn't focused at the real key problem areas. And so identification of the areas that are likely to be problematic that are likely to require legislative change, um, that are likely to lead to boundary disputes or confusion, uh, or that bump up against civil liberties and privacy concerns, are, I think, the sort of key array of areas where we need to be focusing our time in order to be productive in our oversight.
1: Um, Much of the networked infrastructure that's vulnerable to cyber threats is owned and operated by the private sector. Will the task force make any recommendations on how the intelligence community should work with companies, Um, for example, like uh, information sharing?
0: I expect that we will, although uh, we would approach this with the recognition that that relationship within the private sector is uh, primarily the territory of homeland security. But... Um, both because of the boundary issues and because of the technological uh, connection uh, back to the mothership, Um, it's, I think, important for us to understand that and identify the issues where we need to be active uh, and communicate with the uh, committee that oversees homeland security to make sure that they're looking at the questions that are more appropriate for them to Review, but the private sector is clearly a significant piece of that. And uh, figuring out both, like there, are three questions immediately come to mind. Uh, at some point, should we begin to license in some way access to the web in the same way that you license access to the geographical highways? so that, you know, you can't drive a car that doesn't have lights on it, you can't drive a car with the muffler dragging down the street, you can't drive the car at 110 miles an hour, but you can take a laptop that is just crawling with malware up onto the uh, Internet and, you know, ha- what are the consequences? What should the consequences be for those kind of private decisions? That's one set of, of questions. The second is, how should industries and companies be supported in working together to defend themselves against cyber attack and cyber theft entirely without the government being involved, just as private actors. They need to have self-defense. And uh, the third is, where are the areas where the government should coordinate with the private sector to support their capabilities and to coordinate activities, particularly in the event of a broader cyber attack that crosses companies and potentially industries.
1: Is the task force looking at all at um, regulations and regulations and how compliance and things like that could affect more security in the private sector?
0: I don't see it as the task force's job to make a lot of ultimate recommendations for the committee to adopt. I see it as our task to make recommendations to the committee as to where the committee should direct its attention. And then the committee may well feel that in those areas, we feel we should do this or that or the other, but that it's not the task force's job to lead the committee beyond the identification sort of issue spotting role uh, that the task force was given at this stage. It will lead to a committee process in which I hope the task force membership and the staff members who work on it will continue to press issues that have come to our attention, but that's not the function of this report per se.
1: What do you see as the biggest coordination challenge for the intelligence community with regard to cybersecurity?
0: The um, The biggest coordination challenge with regard to cybersecurity, in my opinion, is the question of what happens in the space between doing nothing about cyber attacks and cyber theft, and the cyber attack or cyber theft that is so evident and so consequential and so attributable that we as a country have to take an overt action in response. We have been the victims of an act of war and the president is talking to the nation, and you know, in those circumstances, I think we pretty well know what to do, and doing nothing is something that is always easy to do, but in between, in that sort of uh, shadow area where attribution is difficult or where it hasn't risen to the level where you want to make a, a uh, sort of overt declaration, but you do want to hit back and show that there are consequences for what's going on, That is the area, I think, where um, coordination among the intelligence communities and with uh, the other groups, particularly uh, the military, is key and where rules of engagement and chains of command need to be very clear.
1: The creation of Cyber Command combines Title 50 intelligence authorities and Title 10 military authorities in a new and controversial way. Especially in developing a cyber offense, the U.S. must reach some sort of consensus on whether it should be handled as a traditional military activity under Title 10 or by the intelligence community under Title 50 authorities. Um, What types of challenges will this pose for, for Cyber Command as it defines its authorities and responsibilities moving forward?
0: Um, very considerable ones, but it is not uh, uncommon for, and we've certainly seen it in the uh, war in Iraq and in uh, Afghanistan, um, for military authorities and uh, intelligence authorities to be used Uh, side-by-side, and in close coordination. Uh, So, conceptually, it's not a huge leap. It's just a question of applying it in this new forum, applying it in the new command, and addressing the privacy and civil liberties issues, which are so important in this context, which matter less when you've got Uh, you know, on-the-ground field operations taking place half a world away. There's a whole array, there's an overlay of issues that the excellent cooperation between the military and the intelligence community in those fields of battle simply has not raised and caused to be settled
1: yet. How will the Senate Select Committee um, Task Force on on Cybersecurity grapple with these questions, do you think?
0: Um,
1: is a review process specifically about Title 10, Title 50 authorities?
0: We, they're really, at this point, we're looking at, at three sections to the report. One would be the, what I'm calling the lit review, the state of the art, and, and a commentary on whether we think that the consensus that has developed um, is correct or not, um, but kind of a... a What is the state of play right now as we go into this? What is everybody else saying? Um, The second piece is going to raise kind of open-ended questions that focus the committee on the areas where we think its oversight attention should be most dedicated. And the third is going to use Einstein 3 as a template to uh, spotlight issues that that program will raise and identify the oversight questions that we think they should follow. So the uh, Title 10, Title 50 issue would fall squarely in that second category. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to the CSIS podcast. For more, please visit us online at
1: www.csis.org.